Welcome to Awakening Matters. This is your host, Cynthia Sloan. I welcome you, and if this is your first time here, I want you to know you're going to experience um, authentic, real, in-the-moment consciousness coming from a life that has offered me insights not only into humanity, but into the universe, the cosmos, and all the layers in between. So awakening matters, literally, um, not only the awakening aspect of it, but that this life is about all matters that awaken is very much the process that you and I and everyone you know and don't know is involved in. And so today we're going to touch on, meaning myself and all of you, we're going to touch on uh, laughter and as well as healing. And I'm going to share some experiences with you um, that brought both of those around. But a little background, uh, as a child uh, at a very young age, I was able to see uh, holographic beings, so kind of like a human being, but holographically. So it would mean you can see their outline and even see their presence, um, some in greater detail than others. And I was able to hear them audibly and experience their um, journey, wherever they were in their journey. I was also able to, around five, seven years old, that, that span of time, I was able to see spirit guides and the aura as well as the physical makeup, the organs. That was a special day. Um, when I was shown the organs, and I mean that literally and also shockingly, because when you're young and you start being shown organs, um, there are many things that made me laugh when I was young, also caused me to be uh, dumbfounded and also caused uh, awarenesses. The most wonderful part of all of that is while all of that was happening, uh, not, I can't even say on the outskirts, the smack dab in the middle of my face in life was extreme levels of, of manipulation, abuse, um, negativity, all kinds of things. So I'm so grateful that I had the foundation and the anchoring as I went along from a young age moving forward to experience um, the support system that I received. Really very um, kind of a running theme through my life, my human life, has been, unfortunately, um, very little human support. Um, however, a incredible and endless spiritual support by all these spirit counsel beings, as well as clarity about my past lives, my present life, and everything in between. My ability to communicate with all of that was very much um, rooted in the ability to kind of, um, how shall I say, trust what I was receiving, trust the communication, trust um, the dialogue, and what I mean by the dialogue is that even as a young child, 
when I asked a question, I received a response. And it was up to me to um, believe in it and understand it. Um, and if I didn't, even as a young child, I could feel it. What did it feel like? Maybe from chaos to peace or from um, non-clarity to a tremendous amount of light. Um, sometimes in our life, in our human life, and certainly in mine, we end up asking questions over and over and over and never getting a response. And sometimes leaving what I call this plane of demonstration without a response at all as to why something happened or what you could have done or I could have done differently, um, et cetera. And, but the beauty, rather, of being in touch with a deeper inner voice as well as a visual confirmation and an audible confirmation for that was the ability to trust because my heart felt at peace. And so that support system um, is always there for all of us. And I will say this to you, what I've learned throughout my life is so much. But if you are wanting to connect with your spirit guides, if you are wanting to um, experience the support system that goes far beyond the physical dimension um, where you exist as well, my invitation to you is, uh, regardless of what you have going on in your physical life, you want to take time out, at least five minutes a day, if not more, and nothing will get you faster to that place of connecting than Mother Nature. But if you don't have access to Mother Nature and you are not feeling inspired and you're struggling, then... I invite you to take a moment and breathe and breathe in while you say to yourself, as an example, if it resonates, if it doesn't, throw it out, make it your own. But you want to breathe in the intention and the statement of, I breathe in light, I breathe in peace. You want it, The beauty of, of this is that you want to call forth and breathe in Whatever the opposite is of what you're feeling, if you are feeling negative, you want to breathe in positive. If you are feeling depressed, you want to breathe in positivity and hopefulness. If you are um, lonely, you want to breathe in a feeling of community and connectedness to light, etc. All those things I mentioned, things I have experienced, um, we all have in our humanity, and I certainly have, and calling upon spirit is one of the ways you start the conversation, one of the ways. So let's say you have the intention to call upon receiving the energies of whatever it is that you desire, and you're like, well, I don't feel anything. Great. And then you go to sleep, and then the next day you don't even feel anything, and then all of a sudden... That evening or the next morning, you're like, how weird. I feel so calm. I feel so at peace. I feel so detached to the trauma and the drama. And that's not because you were put on delay. It's because the energetics of 
to move through you and for you to fully become conscious that you are part of the very thing you're asking for, sometimes your recognition that it has arrived takes a little longer for your mental body, maybe even your emotional body, than the frequency of your physical body. So I'm saying to you that ask for that which you feel you are lacking and then let go of it so it can come into your life quicker. Um, So there can be a quickening within you. How do I mean? I mean, don't stranglehold the thing you want to come into your life or be looking for reasons or evidence that it's not there and that it's not coming. Instead, breathe in. When you breathe in, it's almost like self-permission. I'm going to give myself permission to heal my leg. I'm going to give myself permission to heal my emotional body, to heal my heart, to um, be my own emotional support system. When there's a mass exodus in your life and all of a sudden the kids have gone off to school or your uh, friend base has disappeared and you never got a chance to have your voice heard, whatever the issue is, what you are being offered in the present moment of that recognition is not only pain, maybe a feeling of emptiness, a feeling of confusion, a feeling of loss, definitely a feeling of uh, loneliness, but you're also being offered the opportunity, even within all of that, to accept what is in the moment. And when you accept what is in the moment, you will find, I'm not saying to you, accept what's going on. It's horrible, but accept it. No, not at all. What I'm saying to you is, if you accept what's going on in the moment, it will be easier for you, nobody else, but for you to transition through it, to find your way through it, or to just be with it until the next opportunity makes itself available to you, which indeed, if you're breathing, it will. Um, Sometimes we can't see it for far too long, but I am uh, evidence that it comes around and life in a much more beautiful landscape, um, much greater clarity comes forth. And so I say all that to you because if you're just tuning in today for the first time, you're talking to someone that that has lived everything she's going to share with you. It hasn't been just something I've read or heard or hoped. I have lived it. I have gone through it. I've experienced it. And I've always believed that if it's possible for me, it's possible for anybody else. I can tell you right now, In regards to healing, in regards to healing your body, your mind, and your spirit, you have built in within you a a partner, a being, and that is your heartbeat. That is your bloodstream. What do I mean? I mean that every time your heart beats, 
you are able to join the consciousness that is traveling through you to every single organ in your body with a message. So your heartbeat, literally with the breath of your life and your cardiovascular body, whether it's excellent or could be better, is still receiving and depositing messages. And so I say that to you from a place of such deep love because what I realized a long time ago was that my heartbeat was saying to me, be quiet. And when I listened and I became quiet, I heard my heartbeat moving throughout my body saying, I love you. I love you. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. And I am present. And so what I'm saying to you is, how does that work for you? What aspect do you need or can you access to have that message or any message for that matter, if it's beyond I love you, um, which is actually a message you don't have to ask to be sent through your body. It is part of your body's self-appreciation, if you will. Um, and its ability to uh, self-govern as well as um, self-propel its ongoing and endless uh, desire, and yes, your body does have this, for balance, for um, its in constant state of healing itself. And so I say to you that your heartbeat does love you. I mean, your whole body does. There's love there, not only for you, by the way, but for aspects of your body. There's there's no way whatsoever that an, an organ or an area of your body that's struggling, that the other areas uh, around your body are not aware of it and aren't trying to help it. No question. So, you see, you're not alone in this journey. You are very much participating in um, a dialogue that is, I'm going to say, partnering with your voice, but also not being limited by your choice. Because the body is always striving to return to its highest and grandest version of itself. And the body is the most, one of the most magnificent, um, cooperative, I'm going to see works of art that we can experience. And so what I say to you is that this time right now is for you not only to heal, but for the dialogue about that healing to take place by you allowing the um, communication to move through you of your choice. So don't take my word for it, even though I have applied it and it has worked with great success. If you have uh, an issue with your body, even if whether it's muscle, bone, even emotional body related, what you want to do is truly look at how you can communicate your ability to receive. And so it's almost like I will receive, I'm as an example, 
I am receiving and I fully am open to allowing my bloodstream and my heartbeat to deposit, um, how shall I say, messages of importance. And for whoever is back in the studio, I'm getting feedback. I'm also getting, I'm hearing somebody doing something. So fix that. Thank you. So in moving forward, I would say that um, part of why you would ask for the opposite from depression to hope from a lower vibration, because emotions, let's talk about emotions, they have a lower vibrational frequency. And when they are depression, when they are uh, sadness, and especially when they are hate, and then when you find yourself struggling and thinking about it all the time, trying to figure it out, whether it's about you or others, you just plummet. Your vibrational frequency plummets, and you find yourself feeling and being depressed or um, wanting to participate in things that um, give you comfort but are not necessarily the best for you. Um, so with that said, um, still getting feedback, folks. With that said, I would say to you that laughter or joy or focusing on something that is um, your desire, that then your ability to kind of look at the bigger picture and move into it and away from gives yourselves and your emotional body time off. It's like you take them on vacation. Literally, you take them on vacation. And so um, as an example to you, this just kind of happened to me, but it was one of it's an example of things that happened to me um, that were quite unexpected and wonderful. And what I'm talking about is I was lighting incense, and I this happened quite some time ago. But I was lighting incense, and I worked in a metaphysical bookstore, and the incense just started to really move. I mean, it was fast. It was moving so fast. And for those of us that know incense, usually, um, well, no, I guess it moves in whatever speed it's going to move in. <laughs> but there isn't like a incense speed radar, no. Um, but I remember in that moment that I was able to really recognize <laughs> the fast movement of this incense. And I ended up not just watching it, but becoming so, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't on anything. I was drinking water, and those who do know me, which are few and far between, know that I, my thing is drink, dr I drink way too much water, but that's another show. Um, so with that said, I got so caught up in the flow of this incense that, my attention to problems, even the space I was in or to solutions or whatever was going on in the moment was gone. That was like in the background and in the forefront was this experience that felt timeless and weightless 
And it just took me into the place of relief. And it was beautiful because it was an experience that was authentic and in the moment. And I wasn't expecting it. And so I watched that instance. I don't even know for how long. And I found myself going, oh, my gosh, this is so beautiful. And then I started laughing out loud. And so, and then laugh even more, which I do laugh quite a bit in my daily life. And so, um, so I say to you, you don't have to plan something. It can be, um, it can be in the moment and it can be something that you allow yourself to participate in. I don't care if it's birds on a bird feeder and you're witnessing the form or the matter of something else in this dimension and how it interacts etc. But know that if you are not focused on negativity or problems, etc., that then you give your cellular body, including all aspects of it, the ability to thrive and recalibrate and reconnect um, in a way that is much faster outside of time and all of a sudden you're feeling well it's almost like a meditation but I'm not saying meditate every day I'm just saying tune in to your surroundings as an example lately when I've been thinking about something and uh it's been a burden I turn around and I don't care if it's my phone I don't care if it's the microwave the oven the tv the computer Without fail, the numbers are 1111, 222, 333, 444, without fail. And I'm not even looking for that. But it does not go unnoticed by me that that is a support. That is a support system. And what that does for me is a support system of, okay, I release this. I'm fully aware that I'm supported by the universe, that I don't need to think about this anymore, and that I need to let it go. And so there are things in your life and in your surroundings, I know there are in everyone's life, that you don't have to look really hard for, but you do have to allow yourself to move away from the distracted thoughts of burden and worry, not because I'm saying, Ignore the bad stuff and it'll magically disappear. Absolutely not. That has not been my life experience. And if it has been yours, I absolutely celebrate you. But it has not been mine. And so I say to you that all things are possible. But for me, what I recognize is that staying with the um, burden of wanting to heal but not feeling healed only created more energy around the problem and caused individuals, not only myself, but clients, share with, would share with me and do share with me um, that until a problem is cleared from their life, they can't think of anything else. And unfortunately, that creates a tremendous presence of the problem in their life and almost consumes their life. And so the problem isn't needing more of your attention. It's needing you to focus elsewhere in order 
to take time away from it in order so that you can breathe and so can the flow move into other options and opportunities and manifestations. You are not just a human being. You are a spiritual, vibrational, electrical, um, intuitive, empathic, incredible, extraordinary being of matter. And so what I am saying to you is get to know who you are beyond just what others recognize and are okay with. Um, and if they don't understand you, that's okay. If they don't like you, that's okay. If they mess with your life, not okay. But you get to decide how you want to and what you want to do with that um, in regards to yourself. For me, after a long journey of a lot of pain and um, emotional suffering, my mind kind of couldn't uh, deal with what was happening because it went from dealing with one person to, you know, 12 people all at the same time. And so I could have dealt with the one, but when it's a group consciousness that is in its conscious self looking to take you down or to destroy you or to do whatever it is that people like that do, and you're just one person, um, it really does, uh, well, I talked about my earlier life, it was behavior that I never thought I would see again, and yet I did um, from my early childhood to my adult life. So what I'm saying to you is what I couldn't see at the time, and I see so glaring and clear now is that I love myself and I'm connected to my wholeness at such an expanded, bigger capacity than I ever was and will only continue to expand in that love. And so who likes you, who doesn't, who's on your side, who isn't, none of that matters when, I mean, it matters, it's painful, your humanity um, will certainly go through a death and a rebirth. Um, and I'm not marginalizing that or saying that it's no big deal. It's huge. It's, it's absolutely everything. Um, and so then to come back from that requires, can you imagine the amount of love that you have to allow yourself to feel, not from others, but from within you and the universe in order for you to stand up again and for your mind to go from a whiteout and a blank whiteout to even being able to function, that amount of love doesn't go away. It's almost a rebirth into a greater love that you witness, well, I witnessed helping others my whole life, but that I now needed to offer that to myself in a way that um, I had not been doing and in a way that overrode and transmuted and cleared all the falsehood that was brutally and um, with conscious intent to harm. 
which indeed it did, far beyond what anybody can imagine. But here I am to talk about it, speak about it, stand and uh, be counted for because I do matter and the work that I experienced um, was life-changing. And so that love is so much bigger than any hate. That love is so much bigger than even this lifetime. And so what I say to you is, your ability in this lifetime, do you have to go through what I went through in order to have that experience? Absolutely not. Um, you can have the experience of wanting to know yourself on a universal level and then having out-of-body experiences, calling forth your guides and a light that surrounds you and then allowing yourself to move beyond the body and have an experience, which I've had many, where you are seeing the world energetically and you are traveling through time and space. And there are experiences that you can have when you start to take a break from the definition, falsely or clearly, whatever it is in your world and in your moment, of not necessarily how other people see you, but how you see yourself. And when you see yourself clearly as a universal um, being with access to an energy and a love and a restorative capacity within you that far surpasses everything you've been through, everything from birth until that moment, that's when you truly begin to understand the depths of who you are, why you are, and that you are. And that experience can be one, and I hope it is for everybody, one that you call forth as a joyful experience, not one necessarily that you find yourself reaching for because um, of what you just went through um, in a very harsh and um, horrific manner. So my point to you is do not seek to know yourself through how other people see you. Do not seek to know yourself only through um, your relationships. Seek to know who you are in your own truth, in your own way, and please remember that you are an energy being and you have the capacity Call forth what you desire. I don't care if it's a person, place, or thing. But in order for it to manifest and happen, you have to believe and be calling forth that which you desire from your universal place. It's You can't be calling, well, I mean, you can, but you won't experience its arrival, or maybe it'll be delayed, but you, you don't want to it call forth a magnificent, expanded, um, meeting or interaction with anything in your life that is massive from, and you're calling it forth from a part of you that goes, I doubt it, not going to happen, but okay, I'll try it. So you really want to pay attention to where you really want to visualize it, intend it, you want to um, give life to it, you want to get excited about it, or you want to Love it, love yourself in order to receive it, 
Um, and then allow yourself to call forth that person, place, or thing from that place of bigness and love within you. Otherwise, if you are not in that place of self-love, let's say, or that place of universal consciousness, you may, many people have experienced this, including myself, you may manifest a tiny part of it, or you may manifest a little aspect of it, or you may manifest nothing at all and be waiting for it. And so throughout our lives, um, there's such a codependency upon what our mind thinks and how it translates everything. And so I'm telling you, you're so much more than just your mind. You are your emotional body. You are crystalline form. Yes, there's crystals in you. There are all kinds of vibrational, electrical frequencies and magnetic, um, universal connecting points. You're so much grander and bigger than you realize. There's so much more empowerment for you to choose for yourself than there is um, the fear or the limitation of, um, I'm going to put this out there, but I doubt it. Because then you create duality. I'm going to put this out there, but I don't deserve it. Then you create duality. What do I mean by duality? I mean, you get some of it, it gets taken away, you see somebody else get it, you're like, why didn't I get it? So you create duality when you're not coming from a place of oneness with your desires. And so the invitation to you is to heal yourself, is to begin to recognize and realize that you are a universal being with the capacity to trust that your physical body has a consciousness internally and is aware not only of itself, but how to return and restore itself if sometimes we would just get out of the way. So sometimes in my healing, I've healed myself from many things, many things. Um, so I'm a walking testament to, and when I say many things, it sounds like I've been riddled with <laughs> um, human issue or uh, healing issues in my humanity. No, I'm talking about when I say many things, emphasis on many, I am referring to I've healed myself from physical, emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual, etc. And so my point is, if I can, you can. And I hold that for you. I hold that for you. But I say to you, because I have, let me share with you, if it resonates, if it doesn't, throw it out. Make it your own. Go, I like this part. This part doesn't resonate. Let me put these two parts together. Bam. I made it my own, and it's working. Um, or contemplate it and, and try it at another time. But my point to you is, I talked earlier at the beginning about um, laughter. I laugh at myself so many times a day, and I can't say that I'm laughing alone. My spirit council and I um, have a very strong laugh track in this lifetime. Was it there always? No. Is it there now more than ever? Absolutely. Um, what I find is that 
if you can, still getting feedback, folks. Um, if you can laugh at your, let's say, your experiences, and I'm not saying a forced laugh at all, but it comes organically and naturally when you surrender. When you're so tired and done with the struggle, when you finally get to the point of, you know what, I simply do not care anymore about that or this person or that thing, which has been holding me hostage because I've allowed that to, um, I've allowed that thought or I've allowed that experience and my desire to know or to work it out or to figure it out that I've only focused on it. And you sometimes you'll get to the point, hopefully you will, where you just, surrender, where you let go of it, and you say, I am so done with this. I am so done with this that I replace it with self-love, and I replace it, and when you release it, I'm, I am here to tell you, living proof, you will start remembering aspects of what you have allowed in your life, and you will start laughing. You will start laughing, and let me just tell you, when you can laugh, that is when you truly know you are free. When you can laugh at the thing that you thought would take you down, that is when you know you have reclaimed yourself fully and you are free. And does that being free mean that you are free the rest of your life will never be met with problems ever again? No, because that's not life. Life is all of it. Life, there are so much, there is so much in humanity that believes as soon as I fix that or get that out of the way, my life will be good. No, I'm not telling you not to be hopeful. I'm telling you that life is all things at one time. It's almost like an organ in your body going, well, when I get rid of that, what? It's like your stomach telling your gallbladder, when I get rid of that, then everything will be great and I can work excellently. No, 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 no. Your physical body needs all parts, whether they are clearly, whether they are working at their optimum or not. And it, that's the same thing with life. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm using a horrible translation of trying to make a point, but stick with me because it will happen. This point will be made. Your human body might not, you might not, but your human body has a consciousness and all parts may not be working at their optimum all the time. But you will learn, if you haven't already, how to love them and how to rest and how to do this and how to be kind and hopefully you're not beating yourself up. And if you're pushing yourself too much, then your human body will get mad at you and show you. And so there, there, are, <laughs> there are many relationships to traverse in this uh, conscious journey that we're on, even unconsciously. And so what I am saying to you, point my point <laughs> is that life upon our arrival all the way to our exit, and I have died and gone to the other side and come back four times, 
And so I can honestly say to you, I am speaking from that perspective as well, that the only time that your life, all parts of it, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, electrical, the frequency, the vibration, everything, um, will always hold hopefully less negativity or trouble or problems, but the only time that you will be problem-free, I'm done and clear, right on, is when you pass over. And I'm not saying to anyone to do that because that's your free ticket. No, I'm saying that you're here with reason and purpose. And that reason and purpose is to have these experiences. Because even if they seem, and believe me, I have had experiences where I am, my mind is totally, I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? This isn't even feel real. It's like a bad sci-fi movie. What? Are you serious? And so in those moments, even then, there's something good or laughter that's going to come out of it. Um, but it is all things at one time. And I'm not telling you, oh my gosh, I'm not telling you by any means if you're having an issue or you're struggling and you're looking at the result of it ending or it being healed or being done. Yes, absolutely. It will heal and that issue will clear. Does it mean that I'm saying that a new issue will pop up right away? No. What I'm saying is stop trying to believe that you will never face uh, change or uh, another issue will surface in order for you to be happy. Um, instead, have the opportunity within you to know and believe and say to yourself as a repeated statement, a mantra, which is a repeated statement or a truth you tell yourself, which is, I am here in this moment, right here and now. And right here and now, I claim my joy. I claim my ability to uh, be in gratitude for uh, my physical body or for this relationship or whatever it is in your life. Take notice of the goodness in your life as much as the non-goodness takes um, infinite amount of attention in your mental body. I hope for you that you can share in your mental body, um, emotional body, all parts of your bodies, and you have many, uh, the opportunity to say to yourself right here and now, okay, this sucks, that's happening, that's horrible, my mind's in a whiteout, I can't even think, I don't understand, etc. But I know that I'm a universal being and that, and you might not even know that in the time that you're feeling that or you access to that knowing in, in itself is not something you, you feel you can't even reach. But I'm here to tell you that you will and you can and you will have the experience of not only reaching it, but sustaining it. So I guess my message for you today is 
laugh, laugh at yourself, yes, but I mean lovingly. I've been laughed at non-lovingly. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about loving yourself enough to laugh with yourself. Laugh with yourself. Um, Take stock of we're all going through a difficult journey, and we don't know where. It's difficult and it's good, but we don't know where someone is on their journey. And so be kind and be generous in that kindness so that you can receive it in return. And don't just do it so you receive it in return, but know that when you offer kindness to others, it is like a washing over you internally and externally of joy and of healing. I will say that. In fact, I've had, you can try this on and make it your own. I've had days where, where I've struggled to get to the positive and the day just feels like you want to get to the next day. And days where I've consciously said, I'm going to experience joy and I'm going to consciously choose to spread joy or to be kind when uh, I can. And that day feels like a day you never want to end. And so that's what I'm referring to is you are an electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, your physicality and everything about you is an electromagnetic field. And what that means is you are interacting with what you cannot see, but you are magnetic. And, and the frequency and the vibration of who you are is attracting into your life and to you and repelling based upon where you are centered. And what I mean by centered is based upon where your conscious focus is. So you want to always be centered in balance, or you want to always try and be, I mean, thoughts in this physical life will take you from one extreme to the other, just always choose to come back to balance. Just give your mind, body, and spirit a vacation a day by five minutes a day, allowing yourself to unplug from what is stressing you out and to plug into pure bliss. Well, how do you do that? By choosing to focus on something that adds to your life, gives to you, refuels you, renews you, Uh, whether that's a beloved pet that makes you laugh or whether that is nature or, you know, there are many things of beauty around that actually are not from Mother Earth, from humanity to own. They are Mother Earth's body of work. But to find ourselves enjoying, and I mean enjoy, with those things, are the times when you give your mental, emotional, and physical body a vacation, literally. And I would say to you, try it for a week, once a day, or once a night. You choose how often, more often the better, to unplug, to consciously say, okay, I'm unplugging from everything, and I'm plugging into bliss. I'm plugging in to, and you can even keep doing what you're doing, but you are centered, not even your mental body maybe, but your vibrational frequency, which means the 
the energy at where your internal body hums. And where it's humming at can be at a high vibrational frequency or it can be at a low one. And so for you to call forth the part of you that will vibrate at a higher frequency means the part of you that says, I will give myself the next five minutes to be not focused on burden, but to be focused on lightness, the lightness around me. And surround yourself or go somewhere where you feel replenished. For me, that's Mother Nature. For you, it might be art. It might be praying to your to your loved one on the other side. It can be whatever it is. But give yourself an opportunity to unplug and then you can plug back in. And that will do wonders for your physical, emotional, mental health. Because when you unplug, you return to yourself. When you unplug, you start to remember that you're bigger than everything that wants to or desires to um, define you as something else. And you also start to have an opportunity, the more often you unplug, to receive ideas, to all of a sudden you start receiving ideas about the issue or the problem or whatever it is that makes you feel um, uninspired. And so I say to you today that I have had so many experiences in my life to the point where I cannot deny them. Um, where, as an example, sitting there worrying about something and all of a sudden, literally, um, a complete flower appears on the floor. If you want to talk about shifting your focus and attention, like a yellow tulip literally landing on the floor in front of me and I'm like, what? Where did this come from? Well, my absolute joy in not only seeing it, but recognizing that Somehow it moves through dimensions and arrives. Um, I'm really loved as well as uh, I exist on more than just this level in order to experience that. The other day, my phone wasn't even where I was. My phone was in another room. I was in another part of the house. And this song starts playing out of my phone at the highest volume. And I immediately thought, oh, the dog must have it in its mouth. No, I walked into the room and I was immediately drawn to the words of that song. And the words were so supportive, so loving, so it brought me to tears because it's a song that I've never heard before. And it came on. And so, I mean, experiences like that happen to me in my deep gratitude all the time. And so I can't deny myself, and no one else needs to agree, it's okay, but I can't deny myself or others the knowing that I live and live, um, that we are connected to not only our spirit guides and loved ones on the other side, but we are connected to a um, community, regardless if you live alone and you're alone all the time. I'm alone 99% of my life. I do not have 
uh, human support system. And so, but I do have a massive, massive, <laughs> uh, etheric, light-filled, love-filled uh, spirit council that is with me all the time. And so, what I say to you is, I can't deny the experiences that validate me and validate where I am. And I'm saying to you, if you doubt or you don't, you haven't had those experiences, I hold that for you. I hold that for you. I hold those experiences for you until they manifest in your life in a way of you knowing that you are connected to so much more, so much more. I thank you so much for joining me tonight, and I'm sending you love and light and joy and laughter in the hard times and laughter in the silly times and laughter just for laughter's sake, laughing with yourself, not at yourself. And I will leave it on if you want an experience in your life, regardless if it's relationships or anything, become that. Become the person or the experience within you that you want to draw into your life. And it will happen. So I send you many blessings and I say bye for just now. <laughs>